0: The second half here on this hump day edition of Main Street Sports today. Coming up, we'll talk with Marin Angus, the little college softball and co-host of Running Polls podcast, our resident specialist in the field. Also, uh, this day in Braves history, oh, number three. This is a good one. Um, and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. To continue that theme, we send you... Back to the wild and wacky colors of One Mo Patton and Chris Yao, gentlemen.
1: This isn't wild or
0: wacky. Powder it's blue. Wild. For you, it is. I don't see you in powder blue very often. It looks good. I told you that, though. It looks good. A
1: little-known fact, actually. Um, in another life, I put together a softball team, and we wore powder blue. Powder on, blues. Blue on blue.
0: Powder blue and navy. I, yeah. I, know that, I know that's one of your favorite colors. Yeah. I just don't see you in it very often.
1: Well, I, I
0: need
2: but to it, it looks because good. Because he's not a North Carolina fan. That's right.
1: No, no, I'm not. But, but yeah, I like this. It looks good. good stuff.
2: It is solid. Hey, the Braves are
1: in, uh, they are
2: six outs away from another win and a series win. But to get there, they've got to get through. Uh, two-thirds of the Brewers' batting order. Spencer Strider, however, a perfect seventh inning with three strikeouts. So maybe we just
1: let him go. Maybe we just let him go.
2: Just – just. I mean, who else you going to throw out there?
1: Clearly working. <laughs> I, I, I know who we're going to throw out there. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
2: Well, he only pitched for the one to one batter. No, two batters last night. No. Yes. One. 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 You only faced one batter. No, he walked a batter. Then he got the ground out to third base.
1: Yes, you're right. Because there, there were two runners on when he came in. Right. He, he meant- walked a batter to load the bases. That's correct. Then Austin Riley saved his. Derriere.
2: air <laughs> is Dairy Berry. Yes, nice. uh, you know, <laughs> he will Smith is an
1: experience, buddy Matt. It's the uh, Will Smith experience, part two. And, <laughs> and, and and here's second the second burst, same as the first. It, if you were watching
2: the broadcast, and I know you weren't listening to it because you, you were uh writing, but uh, 2 2 pitch, he throws one that. Is in the dirt in the right-hand batter's box, and Peter Moylan's just like that's just not competitive. Like you, you, you have to do better than that on two two. You can't just. Are you
1: kidding me? He's not going to offer it that. I, you know, I've I've seen some chatter on Twitter about, you know, Peter Moylan and Brian Jordan on this broadcast crew, and it's not necessarily been favorable. I, I like it. those guys, yeah, I and, think and I think I think anything that's missing with those two guys is just a lack of doing games. They've been studio guys, and and I guess Francoeur isn't traveling or isn't traveling right now. I'm not sure what the circumstances are with them, but I lo- I like Moilan, I like Jordan, I like Paul Bird in the booth. I, I like their insight.
2: They are incredibly uh, tact tactful too. I mean, they, they will tell you what they mean, but try to do it in a way that doesn't make you feel bad about it. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, I think as former players, they have a lot to offer. I think as former players, they're not going to just unload on guys necessarily. Sure. But at the same time, Moreland making that comment, that's that's not competitive. I mean, he's saying what everybody knows.
2: <laughs> There's that, yeah. <laughs> that's know. just not a competitive pitch. you got to do yeah. better.
3: Yeah. So.
2: And, you know, that's the thing about Will Smith is you – know, there are times where he is incredibly gifted and just blows through people with that slider. And then sometimes he couldn't locate it. If you know, you paid him a million dollars to put it in the strike zone, he just couldn't do it. And that's the Will Smith experience. It is what it is. Mm. No doubt. And AJ mentor, which who got three outs by, by the way, and before walking two people <laughs> and then that's, Minter has been pretty darn good this year. Uh, he was a little frustrated last night, and I think he let it get, get the best of him. And after that first walk,
1: he let it snowball. Well, he had pitched the bottom of the seventh or some portion of the bottom of the seventh as well, hadn't he? Because didn't he, he blow Colton Wong away with a chest high fastball to end that inning?
2: Yeah, so he got the last out of, yeah. of the seventh and then got two outs and then, in the eighth. That was yeah. before yeah. walking too. Yeah, I mean, uh, A.J. Minter was and has been all year long really, really good. So this bullpen has to be the best part of this team. If our starting pitching, no matter whether it's Max Fried or Tucker Davis,
1: and gets you to the sixth inning, you've got to finish the game off. Absolutely. Well, especially considering I don't think the Braves have won a game yet when they were trailing after eight. So you, if you've got to lead that deep, you've got to be able to protect it.
2: Yeah, absolutely,
1: uh, it, and, and it's even more imperative for the rest of these bullpen guys to to get it done with Matt Sick now going on the IL and with Luke, Jackson, Luke being, Jackson gone. No. So yeah, it, it
2: absolutely. And last night we knew the Braves were going to win because, well, as you see on the screen, the Braves have yet to lose three games in a row. Of course, now they
1: also have yet to win three games in a row. Well, but.
2: we said that, I think we said that last Wednesday. And so on the run of show, I just changed win to lose <laughs> because, you know, we were, we were giving them grief last week. We, were not, we hadn't won three games in a row. Well, we also haven't lost three games in a row. And you remember last year we had the 14 game set where we won, lost one, lost one. <laughs> so.
1: it's, it's like I was saying to you off air earlier, you know, last night as I was contemplating Braves and Brewers, I remembered, okay, so they lost the final game of the San Diego series. They lost the first game in Milwaukee, so we're golden tonight, right? Golden, baby. And sure enough.
2: Tucker Davidson with a heck of a performance. Got to give him credit.
1: Well, he whittled that ERA down from 16.88 So <laughs> with, with five scoreless. And then Ozuna with a no-doubter. I thought that one was going to get out of the park.
2: The only doubt was – did he keep it it fair fair.
1: did he keep it fair? (laughs) (laughs) never changed chip never changed
2: uh and and acuna with the trying to keep it fair that was that was phenomenal uh it's it's been and and he had a great game last night has not had a great game today but he had a good game last night and uh but that's what you got to expect from a guy who's coming back from a couple of injuries. Who's trying to work his way in. He's he hasn't seen major league pitching. He, it's just how it is. You know, it's going to take him a little bit of time and I'm, I'm certainly not going to uh, be upset if it takes Acuna uh, just a little bit of time to get ready because once he is there, hmm. he's the best player on the team and it's not close. Yeah. Uh, still, still sitting in the bottom of the eighth, uh, <laughs> Oh, strikeout. There we go. Uh let's see. Who is pitching? It appears that Will Smith is pitching. And of course, there was a full count before. Well, you knew
1: the you knew Will Smith was pitching before you even looked. It's the eighth inning. We've got a yeah. lead. It comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's, uh, and before we, we get out of here, you gotta talk about how ridiculous it is that that the Braves and Brewers are playing a noon. Baseball game on a day before both teams are off. I don't. I don't understand it. In May. I mean, I get it's a getaway day, but what are you? Why are we worried about these guys traveling? They they've got a whole off day.
1: Get on the plane tonight. And and it's not even traveling from the West Coast. I mean, it's Milwaukee to Atlanta. It's It's just one time zone. It's not Seattle to Boston. No. so Whatever.
2: Anyway, Major League Baseball scheduling. What are you going to do?
1: Anything that Rob Manfred has anything to do with is liable to be messed up. So.
2: No question there. Braves still lead four to three, one out, bottom of the eighth. Nobody on, uh, but there is a 2-0 count on uh, whoever's hitting. I, I don't know. Hunter Renfro,
1: two-oh. I believe. Oh. It,
2: it It is, in fact, Hunter Renfro uh, from Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. How about that? How Let's about take a quick break because we're going to talk some softball. Uh, but uh, before we do that, I have to send it to Mo. To give you
1: this damn Braves history. May 18th, 1979. Dale Murphy hits three home runs, drives in five and three at bats to pace the Atlanta Braves to a six-four win over the San Francisco Giants.
2: That seems good.
1: That's that's pretty good. Five RBIs and the six-four win.
2: <laughs> and three three homers in. Three at-bats. Bats. <laughs> yeah. It's like, maybe we just don't pitch to him the fourth time. And they didn't, apparently. If they saw him the fourth time, they certainly didn't pitch to him. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Marin Angus, co-host of the Running Polls podcast, talks a little NCAA softball with us right after this. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee and Joint. We'll be back after this. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao alongside Mo Patton here, coming to you from my humble abode in Columbia. Technically, I'm not in Columbia, I am in the county, but that's okay. It's close enough. I have a Columbia mailing address. How's that? Does that work? We've got a, uh, a lot to talk about in this segment because the NCAA softball tournament is getting ready to uh, commence. And to talk about it, we need to bring in some experts. Because, I mean, I'm not, an, I'm not an expert by any means, but uh, I certainly feel like I know a little something. And I won't say the rest of that phrase, Mo. But I, do know, I do know a little something. And uh, regionals will uh, take take part this weekend. And talk about that, we have Marin Angus of Running Polls Podcast. Marin, sorry, Marin Angus Coombs.
3: Combs.
2: Com- Combs. Combs with one with two O's, two O's.
3: Yeah, I know. That's not how
2: you spoke, Combs.
3: I know, I know. I know my, my in-laws got it all screwed up, I guess. I don't know. Such is life. It, nothing you Such can do is life. It. Isn't that weird? Last time I was on here I wasn't married.
2: It is weird. What's up? How did I that got go? married?
3: It was awesome. I want to have another party because the party was the best part.
1: For how long have you been married?
3: Um since april 2nd so well
1: i mean so so june 2nd would be two months i mean that's reason enough for a party
3: and my uh and my uh birthday is july 1st so So uh, there you go you
2: know it's too bad it's too bad i'm already booked to dj that day or i would just you know throw a party for you
3: oh okay well you can throw a party in my honor Go
2: ahead. I'll tell, I'll tell Caitlin Birch that uh, I'm I'm playing a song for you. Okay. Oh, okay.
3: okay. Thank, you. Thank <laughs>
2: I'm, you. I'm sure she won't mind that. if I place another, another person a song no. at her wedding. She'll be fine. No.
3: Okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's
2: fine. Oh, Mary, what's going on? Are, 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 how excited are you to get this women's college world series started?
3: I'm excited. I think there's going to be some upsets. Actually. I'm
2: pumped. Uh, I think you're right. I'm looking forward to it.
3: I mean, I know I don't know. Your team is kind of in a cakewalk regional, but that's fine. We'll we'll <laughs> let Alabama have that.
1: Well, not only are they in a cakewalk regional, what they're the number six seed overall. So if they get out of that region and and if Tennessee does what it's supposed to do, then Tennessee goes to Tuscaloosa in that super. So um
3: yeah. That is They're true. not just in a
1: cakewalk region. They might be in a cakewalk to Oklahoma City,
3: right? I mean, I just don't, Tennessee tends to choke in the postseason, um, so I don't know. They've not I, played
2: well in a while.
3: No, no, I think they're they're lucky that they're they're out I, where they're at.
2: I was about to say I think they might be a little overseeded at eleven.
3: I agree with that, but you know the SEC and the. Strength of schedule and RPI says differently, so right. uh, we'll let them have have that eleven seed. Well,
2: despite the fact that Arkansas, the regular season champ and tournament champ, is just the four seed overall.
3: Oh, there's so many weird things. Like I think Arkansas, Arkansas is a, about where they should be, but the one that stood out to me was UCLA. Uh, UCLA did not win the Pac-12. They lost the head-to-head series to Arizona State, yet they managed to get a higher national seed than Arizona State.
2: Well, yeah, but not just one—not a higher seed, but they're—they're they're the five seed while Arizona State sits at eight. Right. and uh, you know UCLA ends up with Duke in the super regional,
3: mm-hmm. uh, the
2: twelfth seeded Lady Blue Devils. But you know, hey, Duke is no pushover. So as we've talked about on this show.
3: No, so they are no I, pushover. This uh, this this seating
2: has has some some head scratchers.
3: Yeah, uh, but kudos to the ACC for getting as many hosts as they got. Uh, it just shows that that conference is coming along with Duke and Clemson both hosting. And mm-hmm. uh, when we talk about Duke, last year they were sent to Athens to hope to be the as the number seed. one seed, and now. Georgia is going to Durham as the two C.
1: <laughs> so the NCAA never forgets then, huh? They
3: never forget. <laughs> never, never forget. That,
1: that's interesting. <laughs> okay, Duke. We we kinda we kind of screwed you last year. Here's the here's the even up. You know? Well, except, yeah.
3: See, e- see how you can handle have- this.
2: And, and the other side of the bracket is Georgia and Liberty. I mean, Liberty, no pushover either. So oh, no. this is, this is a, that's a tough region to get out of if you're Duke to even get a chance to get to uh, UCLA, who sees Ole Miss uh, right. in, in their region. So,
3: And if I, I'm not looking at the bracket in front of me, but remind me who the four seed is in that one.
2: Uh, the four seed is Grand Canyon.
3: Oh, that's not a pushover either.
2: So, I mean, GCU has has certainly made a name for themselves over the the last few years as well. So, absolutely, this is a this is a softball tournament that you said could see a lot of upsets. I, I mean, again, Tennessee's got Oregon State in in their region. Uh, mm-hmm. Arkansas has has Oregon, who has traditionally been very good. Obviously, hasn't had their best year, but uh, it's it's the playoffs, and you can't count anybody out.
3: Well, not just that. Not just playoffs. so. Let's let's talk about Fayetteville for a second. Let's the talk about Fayetteville. Th- the three seed is Wichita, correct? the
2: t- The three seed is uh, yes, Wichita State. Sorry.
3: Okay, Wichita is uh, should be playing for a regional final against Arkansas. They hands down one of the best teams in the country with one of the best offenses. And not just one of the best off offenses, but they, they have what I think the, the softball media calls the player of the year in Addison Barnard, who leads the country in home runs and RBIs. And she did not get the respect she deserved from USA Softball. Um, she did not make the initial list of players or uh, player of the year finalists. And then when they dwindled it down, they didn't even add her. So uh, watch out for Fayetteville and Wichita State.
1: Wichita coming out of the MVC, is that right? Or are they in the AAC? No, American.
3: They're the American. And they're uh, at-large American. So watch out. Who's the tournament champ? UCF. UCF yeah, hosting, that's the number 16 seed. Yeah, I was
2: going to say UCF got the, got, a, got a national seed, which, you know, obviously the, the reward for that is Huge. a trip to Norman, <laughs> if you win. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, there you go.
3: Thanks for uh, nothing.
2: Yeah. I'd rather, for nothing. I'd rather be the two seed in, in Northwesterns. <laughs> region or something i don't know
3: i was thinking about that I, when i was looking at the when i was looking at the bracket the other day i, I was like man i don't think i'd want to be a 16 seed. There's uh, no I question. Don't, i mean i know it's it's awesome to host and to be the first mid-major since jmu a while back to host but i don't think i'd want to host as a 16 and then go to norman
1: well, like I mean, not- it's, it's bragging rights. You get to say you're a national seed, but, you know, the devil yeah, but- is in the details on that one, I think. <laughs> no, anyway. Wait a minute. Okay. What you got to do next? Oh, <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Right?
3: Right? Yeah. And then you've got Missouri hosting as well. And I don't think if, if, if they didn't make it to the championship of that SEC tournament, I don't think they would have been hosting. But here they are hosting. And – uh, and, and
2: Missouri State coming to them going Missouri. really?
3: Right, right. And uh, congratulations, Let's give you Nebraska.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, no, Nebraska's not that's, in that.
3: That's stillwater. that's so that's a seven seed in Oklahoma State. There we go.
2: Gotcha. yeah, yeah, so so Missouri would would you know get Florida State if they were yeah. to get out. So you know, just the number two seed overall. Uh, yeah. what you're telling me in this, this Fayetteville region is that if Arkansas and Wichita state are playing for the region champion for the region championship, that it might be 22 lift to off. 17
3: Liftoff. We have <laughs> just, lift off.
2: I mean, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be bombs away in, in Fayetteville,
3: uh, <laughs> bombs away in Fayetteville, but not just bombs away in Fayetteville bombs away. Also in Tempe with Arizona state and, uh, San Diego State, San Diego State's a three seed in Tempe because LSU was sent as the two seed.
2: They they did they sent a lot of uh, twelve out of thirteen SEC teams made the tournament. Uh, for those yeah. of you who, who aren't aware, five so, hosting is that right? Yeah, uh, but they sent LSU out west. They sent mm-hmm. Ole Miss out west. Uh, they they certainly didn't make it easy for the SEC to. Get a whole bunch of teams in, which it shouldn't be. I'm just saying. It's, yeah, well,
3: uh, it's hard to do that when when the SEC doesn't have. They can't. They can't all host. They're no, all no <laughs> <laughs> Well, all,
1: I tell them that though. You know,
3: yeah, they can't all host. Uh, it does. I, it,
1: it does just mean more.
3: Remember. It does. It does. It does just mean more. Um, I do like. Um, now that we have the bracket in front of us, this is this is lovely producer. Thank you. Um, I mean, oh, that that four seed in uh, in Duke is uh, UMBC, actually not Grand Canyon. Right. Yep. UMBC. Okay. Um, now, UMBC is led by Chris Kohlmeyer, who used to coach at Belmont. Hmm. Uh, he actually lives in Nashville. A good friend of mine. Um, really? So he's and- commuting? He lives he lives in Baltimore during the season and then lives in Nashville in the off season. So um and okay. he has now won three comedy titles you, would, in would a row. Would you live in
2: Baltimore all year round if you didn't have to? It's a little cold, man. Hey.
1: Crab cake, so
2: oh, okay, yeah. Well I guess there's that. <laughs> I guess there's that. <laughs> He's not so, wrong there.
3: I mean, there's there's so much. There's so there's so much, but if I were to pick an upset, if if you're gonna ask me that question, sure, um, we'll ask
1: you. Who's your, who's pick who's an upset, upset, Marin.
3: Pick an upset. I would pick. I would. I would pick. Nebraska See, she over asked, Oklahoma
1: She State. asked us to ask her a question, and then she doesn't have. An First answer of all, and you.
2: then she hey, gave a Homer answer on top of that. I'm not a Homer. I'm not a oh, Homer. Uh-huh. I'm not a sure.
3: Homer. I'm only she's, picking them because they are just so good. She said
1: as she wears her red top.
3: No, uh-huh. this is a work shirt. Uh, you know, that This happens to be red. It just happens to be red. It's not a. It's. It does not say Nebraska. <laughs>
1: it just says Omaha.
3: <laughs> it just says Omaha.
1: Marin, we can't have you on, Marin Angus of the Running Poles Podcast. We can't have you on to talk about softball without revisiting the news from about three weeks ago of a certain southeastern making... conference athletic program adding a women's sport that was not, in fact, softball. Were you shocked to hear that Vanderbilt added volleyball?
3: Um, no, not um. Not really. That was actually on the table, I know, but uh, but I know that
2: easier to I paint some that. lines, Mo, than it is to build a field.
3: Exactly. You can move into a gym easier than you can build a stadium.
1: Uh,
2: and there's there's fewer uh, scholarships to deal with. So mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I I just know because I've been out at some high school softball tournaments since that announcement, and I know there's a lot of disappointment even though the answer is, you know, we got a gym, we don't have a softball field. Uh, I I get it, but there's a lot of disappointment there. So Mm -hmm. just kind of wanted to get your take on that.
3: I think it's still going to happen. I'm still holding out. I think it's still going to happen. I think, I think, um, I think now that you see teams like Duke and Clemson that are hosting before they're five years old, like mm-hmm. months in, I mean, it's, a, it, you have to, you can't take it off the table.
1: And in this region, in this area where there's so much good softball, uh, mm-hmm. I would think that they could ramp up just as quickly. So,
3: Right. It'll, it'll I, be interesting. I agree. I agree.
2: Vanderbilt, a national brand uh, for a- academics as well. And let's face it there are a lot more uh, smart females than there are smart males. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the, 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 field shrinks a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Marin, obviously we can't have you on without asking you to give us the, give us your champion today. We'll have you on before the world series, but give us your champion today. Arkansas. That's what I'm talking about.
3: That's
1: what I'm talking about let's go I don't know how you're gonna pick I don't know how you're gonna pick against the number one seed, but hey, go ahead.
3: I'm picking against the number one seed because right now the number one seed is without their ace shit her she, she did not pitch in the big twelve tournament and um I do believe that they are beatable
2: there you go okay if she's not pitching, they are absolutely beatable because Arkansas, again, will bombs away.
3: Bombs away. And I mean, bombs away say, for Oklahoma
2: too, but bombs away. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the SEC Pitcher of the Year is pitching for Arkansas. So sure there is that. And they have the two-time uh, Defending Coach of the Year as well. So yeah. big, big tournament getting ready to start again on uh, Friday. I apologize. Friday schedule. Uh, I know the the Norman region will kick off on ESPN2 Friday at 5 with Texas A&M and Minnesota. That should be a lot of fun. And then uh, Oklahoma and Prairie View will be after that. Uh, Let's see, any other national broadcast (laughs) games? (laughs) LSU-San Diego State on ESPNU Friday at 8 o'clock. Also on ESPNU at noon on Friday, Liberty and Georgia. That will be must-see TV. That will be a
3: good game. Yes, absolutely
2: find that game. Uh, Weber State and Texas on the Longhorn Network.
3: <laughs> I don't have the Longhorn Network.
1: Marin, I hesitate to ask you given what has taken place with this program this year, but who is this year's JMU? Oh man. Um
3: Who is this year's JMU? That's a tough one. That's a, that, I know. Um Louisiana Lafayette,
1: mm, the Raging Cajuns.
3: Does that? I mean, they've been there before, but mm-hmm. it's either them or. It's I mean, either. could it
2: could it be Liberty? I mean, uh, with UCLA being the five seed out of that Duke region.
3: No, I I think it. Your your other option is is South Florida. Uh gotcha. Georgina Cork is their ace. Um, she's a top three finalist for player of the year. Um, or, or, or I don't know, does, uh, San Diego state. There you go. Ding, 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 San Diego state,
1: San Diego state. That's your final answer.
3: Final answer. Okay. Well,
1: to get to the world
2: series, it'd have to go through Oklahoma, but good luck to them. Yep. Good luck
3: to anybody going through Oklahoma.
2: Right. Mayor, we appreciate it as always. Running polls podcast, running Go check it out. It is awesome. And you can learn a lot about college softball there and softball in general. We appreciate your time as go. always.
3: Thanks for having me as always.
2: All right. We're going to take a quick break because it is wild and wacky Wednesday. and We'll get to the weirdest and wildest news from across the world right here on Main Street Sports today presented by mid Tennessee bone and joint. We'll be back after this. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. What's up? What's up? It is the final segment on this. Wild and Wacky Wednesday edition of Main Street Sports. Today I am Chris Yao. I am joined, as always, by the Hall of Famer Mo Patton. JP, back in the Berg. What's up, buddy?
1: Howdy. How's the Berg today? JP? Uh, the Berg
0: is uh, is warm uh, but nice. Um, so uh, there was you know a threat of maybe some uh, potential severe weather in Middle Tennessee, but it's all it's all that way.
1: Well, Bree Smith said, Bree Smith of News Channel Five last yeah. night said it, along and north of I forty. Yeah, that's good. So I gave her a big thumbs up. When there I heard you go. That. Yeah,
0: appreciate yeah. So it. So right? it's it's been nice yes, down here. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shout out to Bree Smith. I like her. <laughs>
0: All right. It uh, Looks like, um, apparently, our fellows, that, uh, there you go. you are back. back. Okay, we're back. Okay, we're back. You were frozen up on me there for a moment. Yeah, I'm just
2: I'm, I'm making sure that we're that I'm
0: not you know choppy. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: okay. okay. I was like I, I was missing some. I was hearing Mo, but I wasn't hearing Mo yeah. through my froze, So I was like, I, <laughs> something ain't right. That's not, that not the first time right. that's
0: happened, Mo. Is it? Nope.
1: No. You're hearing me, no, but, but are not. you hearing me? A, man. <laughs> we ain't There's got no enough time in the show. There's a difference. No. Yeah, no doubt.
3: <laughs> we no don't doubt. have enough time no. in the
2: show. No, seriously. Um, Wild and Wacky Wednesday. If uh, you would like for your business to be the sponsor of Wild and Wacky Wednesday, you can let us know. We'll put your we'll put your uh, name and business and all your information right there on the on the
1: the lower third. Show them where to be, JP. There you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there, your name here. <laughs> your yeah, your name, name
0: here. Hang on, I can I can make that happen. <laughs> we'll uh, let's see here.
2: We'll start in Florida. Well, of course we'll start in Florida. Last week we were in. There you go. We were in Texas <laughs> all week last week. Um, a Lakeland, Florida scrapper who does scrap metal. Are we off?
0: Nope, we're good. No, oh, we're good.
2: Long. Okay, he just hadn't played the music yet. Sorry, gotcha. Yeah. All right. I was tapping so scra- He was a sc- <laughs> he, he scraps metal, and, and apparently there are some people who this is a business. I you know, remind me to tell you guys about the small town murder podcast episode that starts with some scra- guys who started a scrap metal business and had it for forty eight hours before they gave uh-huh. up on it. <laughs> 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 anyway, it's it, it's a great story. Um. Incident occurred Saturday, May fourteenth, at the Huntingdon Summit neighborhood, just off of Duff Road in Lakeland, Florida, when a uh, a man stopped in a it looks like a Chevy S ten with an extended cab mm-hmm. has a washing machine and looks like maybe a bicycle in the back of the truck. Okay, okay. he stops and picks up one of those robot land uh, lawn mowers yeah. because it was just stopped. I guess it was resting and. Uh, so, it's a thousand dollar lawnmower, and he just picked it up. And I, I, I hope he took it to the scrapyard and got like a hundred bucks for
0: it. Did Did he mow the yard like uh, our last uh, <laughs> That's lawnmower what I was thief? Say.
2: He did not mow. The, nope. he didn't let not let the the yard continue mm-hmm. to get mowed. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I cannot
1: believe that you would do this. Mo, come on, man! If, if
2: no. now. I know, you know. You've said on this show that the, your golf game Mm-mm. struggles <laughs> at times. That's one way to put it. I don't. Uh, I don't play golf very often. When I'm at, even if I'm a Top Golf, I hit it into the nets a lot. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, and not the ones that give you points.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah, the ones on the side.
2: How about? How about this? Florida man found on the side of I seventy five
0: hitting golf balls. Hey, is he hitting at cars passing by?
2: No, no, no. He's hitting them down Down. the side. There's, there's this big wide area on the side of I seventy five, and he is hitting them straight, just right down the
0: going, (laughs) going for a uh, record uh, drive. That's, that's how you do it. You hit the car path. Just a big (laughs) car path.
2: Kind of like on tin cup, Mm -hmm. right? That's right. There you go. Turns and takes a seven iron and hits it all the way down the road. (laughs) So you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And finally, before we get out of here last week's, I didn't get the chance to talk about it, but it is election season, Mo. And in Lebanon, Indiana, an Indiana man is one of three G- winners in a GOP primary and will appear on this year's ballot for a township board seat, except that he is currently in jail for the murder of his wife.
0: Mm, okay. Has he, has I guess, just charged? Has he had a he, trial? He is
2: only He's been charged. Trial? Okay. He is awaiting trial, but here's the thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: being held without bail, I take it, or, or didn't yes. make bail?
0: Yeah, hell without bail and he was saving it for the campaign he, funds Mo well, here's the <laughs>
1: here's the thing
2: all three of them can win cause there's only three there's three seats and there's only three people running so mm.
0: so you're saying there's a chance
2: <laughs> I'm saying he's he's going to win yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. apparently quote there is no legal reason he can't be a candidate under our system you're innocent until proven guilty and if a person is convicted of a felony they're no longer eligible to hold office but any notary public can administer an oath of office and that can be in any setting in which the person is available to have the oath administered and sign the oath of office including including up to and including
0: incarceration that's America for you Hey! <laughs> oh, we're not live, done Live by the creed, die by the creed Oh, there's oh more. but wait, there's more oh, wait. But wait, there's
2: more Even better in Palmhurst, Texas A special election will now take place After Palmhurst residents voted for their Recently deceased mayor to retain his position Okay Ramiro Rodriguez Jr. Defeated challenger Israel Silva In Saturday's election 329-234 to 234, Despite having recently passed away Hmm Listen, this is what I mean by uninformed voters making decisions. I'm just saying we've got dead people winning. We've got incarcerated people winning. All I'm saying is maybe (laughs) we should read a newspaper such as
1: Main Main Street Murray. Murray, Ideally.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying. The Atlanta Braves, bottom of the ninth, runner on second, two outs, one ball, two strikes. Two balls. No. Well, you're a you're a pitch ahead of me.
1: Yeah. To, yeah. I'm, to Nashville Sounds legend Colton Wong. I was hoping we we're gonna get over before we get off the air, but um, I don't know.
2: No, because it's now three balls, two strikes. Because the Atlanta Braves love three ball, two strike counts. They, they they couldn't couldn't live without them. We'll talk uh, softball tomorrow, and hopefully the teams that are. Uh, listed in the Main Street Preps article will still be in it.
1: Tomorrow. Well, none of them they, they will because these are our region finals today. That's right.
2: So we'll we'll talk about softball tomorrow since we got baseball done today. We'll also have Centennial softball coach Jeff Serbin and
1: Landon Seacrest
2: Landon Secret talking the NBA. There we Oops. go. So come back tomorrow at two o'clock. Hopefully, we will be
1: in uh,
2: better settings. These settings are fine. The settings Those are good. It's fine. just that
1: they were kind of forced on us. And uh,
2: quickly, by the we got this all set up in like 20 minutes. So, JP, we appreciate you being flexible as always. We'll see you guys tomorrow from Cool. Call me yeah. the
0: accordion. <laughs> <There you
2: go. laughs> Have a great day.